genre. If you are thinking of turning off this podcast, don't. Tonight, I'm gonna have myself a real good time. I feel alive. Welcome to Don't Minute, the only podcast that dares to think about going into the house, opening the door, and checking out the basement in Edgar Wright's Don't, behind, in there, up, and anywhere. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Jimenez. Uh, So happy April Fool's, everyone. Yeah, fooled you. (laughs) Fooled you. (laughs) Fooled you into doing twice the work than we normally do for this this show. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, we wanted to do something special today since it was uh, April Fool's. Yeah, the, the, the day that that fool gave his life for all of us on the 1st of April. Is that how that works? I don't know. Is that is that weird if that was the mythology? <laughs> we honor the fool every year. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're talking about uh, the don't trailer, specifically the extended one. Yeah. Um, which uh, the extended one, I think, premiered in on uh, Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but context, in case in case anyone doesn't know uh, what don't is or why we're doing this. Yeah. Uh, in the summer of 2007, mm-hmm. or the spring of 2007, as it were, uh, Grindhouse was released onto movie theaters. It was a wide release. It was meant to replicate the Grindhouse experience of if, if you went to Times Square in the 70s, I guess, mm. and uh, and you would get a double feature, one directed by Planet Terror, directed by Robert Rodriguez, a bunch of trailers, and then Death Proof, directed by Quentin Tarantino. Right. Didn't ha- didn't work. No. Did, didn't. No one went. <laughs> no one. No one went because no were- one. No one knew who directed these. Like there was a Quentin Tarantino film and it bombed. Mm-hmm. That's. Crazy, because like you know, people didn't want to like sit through like three hours and like two movies and a bunch of because tri- I don't like- even know that it was that. I feel like people just didn't know what it was. Sure, it was like what's that? Yeah, yeah, because it didn't, it didn't, it advertised itself in a fun way, but not in a way that explained what the hell it was. Yeah, you know, not it, it didn't, it didn't reach out and be like the value. Of, right, you're getting two whole movies. Right, you know these are the directors, these are the stars. Mm-hmm. Come see this for like stupid little high school movie nerds like me in 2007. I was like, oh my god, injected into my veins. Yeah, like, you sure, know, but sure. you know, it didn't it didn't catch on to the public at large. I do think the best way to have seen Grindhouse would probably be like a drive-in. Oh uh, yeah, that would have been cool. I snuck in. Did you really? Yeah, because I don't think I was. I think it was just north or south of 18, I guess, or 17. Yeah. No. I had to like, whoosh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is that your sneaking in sound effect? Yeah, because I remember I didn't get to see the beginning of Planet Terror until it came out on DVD. Oh, because like when I snuck in, it was like kind of halfway through. So I saw Death Proof from beginning to end, and all the trailers. Yeah, and all the trailers. Yeah, but I remember missing like a, lo- a lot of a lot of Planet Terror, and at yeah. the time, Robert Rodriguez like meant more to me than Tarantino. Right. But so I was like, Ugh. but then Death Proof like rocked my shit. I still love Death Proof. Uh huh. So the so the trailers 
uh, were all done by friends of uh, Robert Rodriguez and Quentin Tarantino. Mm-hmm. And so uh, Rob Zombie directed one. Sure. Eli Roth directed one. Mm-hmm. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, right. And uh, uh, Rob Zombie's was uh, we- Werewolf Women of the SS, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. And then what was the other? What Was there another one or was it just those three? Machete. Oh, right. Machete. Which, which was just made. That was just Robert made Rodriguez. Uh, and that one like led the whole movie. If I'm not mistaken, it played yeah. before Planet Terror because it was the only one that was going to be turned into a real movie. They messed with the wrong Mexican. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's right. And that iconic shot of a bunch of other people raising their machetes. Yeah, right. Um, but then, uh, and then Edgar Wright directed Don't. Yeah, which is uh, why we're here. Which is why we're here. So, uh, so this was we just watched a behind the scenes thing on this before. Um, uh, sort of digging into this and um, what we, what we learned was that uh, this, this was something very specific to the grindhouse aesthetic, mm-hmm. this trailer niche, uh, very niche, um, which was that uh, I guess back in the seventies uh, you know, they would, America would get their hands on foreign films, uh, foreign horror films with very specific titles to mm-hmm. what the title bloody what the, pit of satan right right stuff like that um and then they would release it in america with an american uh voiceover narrator doing the trailer and they would give it a new title of something really don't generic. open the window yeah very generic titles that have nothing to do with the movie themselves uh and so get he, out yes <laughs> get out <laughs> So, so we wanted to recreate that, and that's what that's what this is. So it's all British actors, and then it's uh, you. You told me who the narrator was. Yeah, uh, I IMDb credits the announcer as uh, BoJack Bluth himself, Will Arnett. Yeah, um, which is uh, fascinating because I never would have clocked that being him. Mm-hmm. Um, until you said that, and as soon as you said it, then I can't unhear it. You can hear it when you're looking for it. You can hear it when the trailer goes off the rails towards the end of the minute, and he goes like, "If you're thinking, don't look past the ghost." When he starts to like doubt himself, yeah, you can really hear like the Lego Batman. Oh, Will sure, Ar- Will Arnett magic. Yeah, yeah, I can picture that. Sure. So this was '07. So this was like at that golden era of like Arrested Development being like a secret great thing. Right. It hadn't hit over saturation. Right. Yet. And just seeing someone from that show used to make me so happy. Right. Also opening in 2007 means this was made right after he finished shooting hot fuzz and right before hot or right after released right after hot fuzz was released. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause if I'm not mistaken, hot fuzz was released uh, like mm-hmm. Valentine's day yeah. in 2007, yeah, like the winter spring. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a great year, man. Yeah, this was this was uh I mean this really put this I think this year really put Edgar Wright on the map. And uh you know yeah, this, I mean, this does feel like a victory lap. It, yeah, I mean like and, and watching the watching the uh the making of stuff, which is all on YouTube, uh mm-hmm. if, if you're if you're interested, it's really cool to watch. It that's kind of, victory lap is a good uh way to describe the vibe mm-hmm. of just like they're just having fun. Like the mm-hmm. the fact that he even was asked to do this. Yeah. He's like, oh my God, I won. Yeah. Or I did it. Like I've reached a plateau now to just like have fun. Yeah. And just throw fun stuff at the wall. For sure. And then I think, I think the other part of it that I think is interesting is um, there's a bit in here where, where he talks about Simon Pegg wanting to be in the trailer, uh, but Edgar being, you know, kind of iffy about putting him in there because he didn't want to become the Simon Pegg guy. Sure. Yeah. Um, And. Which is understandable. Understandable. And. 
completely goes into him directing Scott Pilgrim next. Yeah, yeah, and it kind of speaks to why he we we remark upon on on the show cast on the show cast on the podcast proper mm-hmm. where uh how he's he he kind of is decidedly not creating a Cohen universe or a Tarantino company of players. Right. You know, where he 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 goes off on these sojourns like Baby Driver and Scott Pilgrim and right. So you can kind of see the germs of that mentality early on. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we get Jason Isaacs. Right. Yeah. So let's get right into it. So the beginning of this, uh, let's see. So the, the, so don't begins with a car pulling up to a house and ends with a title card and a narrator saying rated R. We didn't even finish the intro. No. <laughs> Jesus. It's okay. We got into the background of it first. Don't. Don't. Yeah, the best joke in the extended trailer. Yeah. Don't. Rated R. Don't. Rated R. <laughs> Um, and now we get the audio. Now we get the visual of that when you go to like an AMC and you watch like How to Train Your Dragon, you know the trailer, and then it's like How to Train Your Dragon, like the logo is just shot at you again. Like, yeah, March third. Yeah, like uh. yeah. God forbid they leave you with something pleasant. Yeah, on the eye. Well, now the the new the new version of that too, I think, is um the 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 pre trailer trailer oh, God, when you watch YouTube. Yeah, yeah, the pre trailer trailer. Spider Man Far From Home, and then the trailer starts. Yes, I hate that. Mm. Drives me crazy. I also am getting super sick of. This is something that Bethany, my girlfriend, pointed out to me that she was like, "Have you noticed the trailers do this all the time?" And I'm like, "Now I can't unsee it, and it drives me crazy." The the uh the normal trailer. Yeah. Build up, build up, build up, build up, build up, title, post-title, jokey scene. Yeah. Out. Mm, Ending on a joke. Ending on a joke. So many trailers do that now, and it is driving me crazy. Ending on a joke. Yeah, ending on a joke. And and the worst is that, like, when when the joke is good, it's good. But then when the joke isn't great, it's like, man. man. Like, like I remember that Wonder Woman trailer. She's got mental problems. Oh yeah, that's a line from Wonder Woman, right? No, oh, no, 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 no. The the bit in the Wonder Wonder Woman where uh, where uh, 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 Lucy is it Lucy? What is her name? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, Diane. Diane, yeah. Where where Diane is like, uh, oh, uh, I like her. Yeah, oh, I like her. Yeah, 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 yeah. That bit at the end. Yeah, Ooh, I like her. Blah, blah, blah. And, and I was like, oh man, it's not even funny. Yeah. Um, or in Captain Marvel, the bit with uh, with the cat. Yeah, where where Nicola, don't touch me, motherfucker. <laughs> where where, Nicola, where Nick Fury is just like, I'll be back for you later. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Talking about the cat, and it's like it's not even funny. Like yeah. it's not even a joke. Like yeah. it's just. I think more people should do what the How to Train a Dragon movies do, which is end on a close up of your protagonist significantly aged. Oh sure. <laughs> this is this is how much he goes through in the, in the course of this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Stare into the face of your own mortality. Hey, everybody, it's me, Hiccup, <laughs> the king of the Vikings. I'm 45 years old. <laughs> um, Rosa. Anyway, so. Yeah, Jason Isaacs and Edgar Wright jam. I would not be opposed to this happening again. No, he would be. You know, when we talked about this, um, when we were talking about doing this and we were watching the trailer, uh, you know, I think that this gives us a good indication of what. Uh, one night in Soho is gonna feel like. I was gonna say like the cool- maybe not as crazy as this, maybe, but maybe, maybe not. Hopefully, yeah. But the cool the cool thing about the behind the scenes footage is seeing him on that set. Yeah, because it's it looks real. Yeah, I mean it is real. But when he, <laughs> when, when he's when he's on the set of like a real haunted house and a mm-hmm. real like shooting like stuff or like zombies and stuff, it he it like oh this is so exciting. Yeah, it is kind of what Last Night in Soho probably. Is. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, because he kind of. 
he's pulling from the same ingredients on the shelf. Right. Like yeah. Suspiria. Yeah. 70s Dario Argento. Right. I feel like I'm speaking so out of my comfort zone. <laughs> I'm a late bloom. I, I fell hard for horror, but like around like college. Sure. It was around that first explosion of Blumhouse, like Sinister. Oh, and sure. Like Insidious. And that was when I was like, that was when I remember me and my roommate were like looking for horror for the first time. Right. And like watching the VHS movies and like figuring out the directors. Right. But I'm still catching up into like what this movie's calling from. Right. Or calling out. So this, uh, the opening of this starts with uh, Jason Isaacs, uh, Mark or Gatiss. Isaac, Mark Gatiss, and then who, I don't know who the woman is. But the, and the trouble is, I don't even know what to look for. Right. That's very true. <laughs> Because they don't sound like they have characters. They're names. all they're all credited as bearded cannibal, screaming man, friendly, right. friendly ghost, and it's and it's credited as a segment of Grindhouse, which makes it even more difficult um, to like find the the don't stuff. Oh, perhaps Georgina Chapman. Georgina Chapman. That seems right. That looks like that looks like her. Yeah, I think that's her. Yeah, that's her. I those cheekbones. Um, I think that's right. So, oh, unleashed. Oh, fl- she played the role of Floozy One. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> I hate Hollywood match point. Fuck you. Uh, yeah, not a lot. Me not a the lot. Na- the Nanny Diaries. Hey, what does she do? Director of Captain Marvel. I wonder if directors of Captain Marvel. I wonder if Pride and Prejudice. Wait, what do you mean? Directors of Captain Marvel? What is? I think uh, the Nanny Diaries. Oh, really? Oh, wait. No, no, my bad. Another directing team, but th- oh. th- that's who did American Splendor. Oh, okay. Yeah. Whatever. Um, who did, what, what, is she just an actress or is she like a musician like that, like that other lady? Let me see. In the, uh, doesn't look like anything. Yeah. Okay. So she's just a actress. A, person, a human person. living on earth. A human. On we earth. all have a responsibility to make our planet better. All right. Fair enough. Well, uh, Georgina Chapman uh, is there along with <laughs> two other people. Yeah. Mark Gatiss and Jason Isaacs. And I, years and years and years. I didn't know that that was Mark Gatiss. And yeah. Scott and I were talking, like, he's just been in our lives yeah. for, like, a long time. Yeah. Because uh, he's, you know, he's he's heavy into Doctor Who. And so and Sherlock. And Sherlock. So we just are so familiar with and him. Game that of Thrones. We don't even like him that much. And yet we're so, we're so like, I, tickled I've, when he's in stuff. I think I have a, I have a, he's one of my favorite kinds of artists, which is where you don't love everything he makes, but you're still excited for it, I guess. Oh, okay. Sure. But like I've grown a really, I think, I think I, I like his work more as a performer and actor than mm-hmm. like the episodes of television that I've seen him write. Sure. But like, but he's so great as like Mycroft. Yeah. And, and he's really good in this. Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, so our first, our first, uh, our first don't is, uh, don't go into the house and, uh, this car pulls up to said house, lots of fog and I love it. It's whatnot. They're kind of, it, it's from that subgenre of like collegiate well-to-do people going to explore a haunted house for academic purposes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's, uh, We're here to study them. Yes. Right. Uh, and then uh, someone pops out in front of the fence and uh, shakes the fence at them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then a different group of people are inside the house. Yeah, a different group. They, so they get killed outside the house. These three make it into the house, but then they open the door, which is a mistake. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the one in the front is uh, uh, not decapitated. Uh, split in half. Split in half. Yeah, his, his head split is split in half. half. Yeah, with a with a what what do you what do you call that? Like a cleaver. Yeah. Yeah, like meat, meat cleaver. cleaver. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one of the. <laughs> 
Don't jinx. Uh, <laughs> one of the in, in the behind the scenes stuff, Edgar Wright was talking about how relaxed it was, not to worry about continuity mm-hmm. and just throwing actors different situations and different actors in every scene. Mm-hmm. And indeed, then the very next moment we get uh, Eve Draper, yeah, Lucy Punch, yeah, descending into a basement, yeah, Eve Draper, or Eat Baby. Is written in feces on the wall. Eat baby. Eat baby. <laughs> uh, yeah, Lucy Punch making her way down to the basement. Making her way down to the basement. Uh, yeah, lots everywhere. of baby dolls. He uh, and then Nick Frost as uh, the uh, the the mentally challenged uh, uh, baby man. Yeah. Uh, chained up in the basement. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Mm-hmm. And in the in the documentary or whatever, Edgar Wright was explaining the joke yeah uh, that yeah i guess in these in these grindhouse exploitation horror movies they would sometimes be like pointedly on pc or exploitative right or he used he used jason as an example like yes. jason Voorhees is technically a, a yeah. mentally handicapped yeah, like child explicitly said in the film yeah. yeah and uh and then yeah and and so he's kind of like hearkening back to that bit of bad taste mm-hmm. and you know i i don't use the word brave a lot when it comes to performances or uh-huh. acting, like, oh, that was such a brave performance <laughs> when, he, when he played that drug dealer or whatever. Yeah. I think this shows true bravery on Nick Frost's part. Oh, yeah. Or perhaps his utter and complete trust in Edgar Wright. I think it's a combination of of those two things and as well as Nick Frost not really having like being able to just completely let go of his ego. Yeah, you know, there, there's a there's a there's a moment where Edgar Wright says I've never met someone so comfortable in his own skin. Right. And he's he's absolutely willing to completely embarrass himself if it makes people laugh. Like he doesn't care. Yeah, because he has that like inner confidence about him, mm-hmm. I think. And I think just the desire the, to yeah. make people laugh is just stronger than yeah. his desire to the not ego. look stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of beautiful. The idea yeah. that like, it doesn't matter if I look or feel fool or looked foolish if the outward is because I right. know I'm making someone laugh and right. that makes me feel happy. It makes me want to see Nick Frost in a kid's movie. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Doctor Who kind of w- w- whiffed it with him as Santa Claus. Yeah. But that's great. Yeah. Yeah. He would be great, I think, in a kid's movie. It'll be it'll be exciting to see him. You know, we saw Fighting with My Family, which we both really enjoyed. Yeah. And he was like a dad. Right. And that was kind of like, oh, he's playing like a dad now. Yeah. It's so it's good. Yeah. And it'd be great to see him be like, get down here, you know, or like the supportive dad of a wizard who's a boy. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. A wizard who's a boy. Well, oh, yeah. Maybe work. maybe when they do that Harry Potter TV show, that's inevitable. He'd be Uncle Vernon. Uh, he could be Uncle Vernon. <laughs> Um, or Hagrid. He could be a few people. He could be Hagrid. He could be Mad-Eye Moody. Yeah. I don't know about Mad-Eye Moody. I mean, he probably could be, but... Or if you dwell, if you go into his Andy Knight persona t- side of him, he could play like a member of the Ministry of Magic. That's true. Because he could also do the tight, like the Nebishi kind of thing. Yeah, true. Man. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, like, you know, with respect to, you know, it's it hasn't aged well, but it's also, and you could argue whether it's worth... Like, remember when this used to happen? It's like, yeah, why? Why are we doing it now? But it's like... Well, I think it's done in such a way that, like, it 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 never occurred to me that he was mentally handicapped. I just assumed he was, like, a serial killer who dressed like a baby. Sure, Like, sure. had a baby the, thing. The, the imagery is alien and bizarre enough to where it doesn't feel like... 
Yeah. To like, where I don't know. It, it doesn't feel skeevy in a w- way. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Because um, it, it, it doesn't feel too removed from what you see in like a really weird, kind of like cheap haunted house out, right. out in the boondocks. Maybe, right. You know? Whereas like Friday the 13th part two makes you kind of uncomfortable. Sure. Yeah. Uh, where, it, where it does veer into the stomach. Like, oh, this feels oh, like it was. This isn't. This was not thought out. This mm-hmm. is not good. Um. But yeah, it uh, uh, so yeah, unmistakably Nick Frost, and great to see Lucy Punch. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I love I love them interacting just in general. It's really great. Yeah, it's kind of a weird Danny Eve Draper reunion. Yeah, and then we get uh, we get again here here they are twins. Boom. Yep, there's Edgar Wright's twins. Yeah, they're two, still they're even in us. Kind of weird, like like Hills Have Eyes dad looking twins. Yeah, well, it's like it's like two other baby men. But they're twins. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, because like they have like the same kind of like greasy stuff on their glasses mm-hmm. and they're shirtless and very Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Very much very so. Grease on the film. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and then we get uh, Raphael Spall. Raphael Spall looking much more dashing. Yes. Than uh, the Andes. Yes. And uh, yeah, kind of looking like a uh, like a skeevy or like a seventies like Brad. Yeah, like protagonist like come on, babe, let's get out of here. <laughs> Except not because they're in England. Absolutely. And then yeah, we see him getting like or like he's like hypnotized into hanging himself. Right by a uh, a hangman game on a on a poster. Um, the other part of this, you know, what's funny is they talked about how um they were uh uh, uh not concerned with continuity, and mm-hmm. he was like, oh, it's so freeing, mm-hmm. and yet he still can't help himself because behind Raphael Spall are the women undressing themselves. To explain why she's in her bra ah, when she comes great. back out yeah. <laughs> that's and finds him. Yeah. So that's that's fun. Now, this I, I recognize this blonde lady that gets attacked by Simon Pegg in yes. heavy makeup. Um, but uh, who? What is, what is carved into this guy's chest? Is it the other letters? A and M? A M? A A-M. M? Oh, Hangman. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's finishing the game. Okay. It has to finish the game, Scott. Yes. And then we get like a uh, another one of Edgar Wright's trademarks, fear of children. Right. True. Fear of the young. Yeah, very much so. Um, a boy in like a little schoolboy outfit. Right. Who is this? So who is this blonde lady? Because uh, I definitely recognize her from stuff. I've seen her in stuff before. Uh, and I'm very curious. Um, one bit while you're looking that up, one bit that I found interesting in this in this don't trailer is like the little kid starts running toward the blonde lady. And the uh, the the blonde lady is uh, is unknowing that the kid is running toward her down the hallway behind her. And then as the little kid disappears out of the frame because he's too he's like under the camera because he's like short and in the distance. Mm-hmm. Uh, Simon Pegg pops up into frame right next to her and attacks her. And um, I I I I recognize it's like the same kind of thing that. Uh, twelve years later would be in the trailer for um, uh, what uh, the about the 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 lady from uh, Orange Is the New Black? Oh, the boy. Yeah, no, no, no. Taylor Schilling. No, 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 not not. Yes, that is the but actress, not the movie. but not the movie. Um, don't, the one that came out this year. Don't take my baby. Right, right, right. That's my baby. Right, the one baby be, scary whose kid is possessed. Prodigy, by, the prodigy, prodigy, the prodigy. That's the one. Baby scary. Those are all quotes in the movie. That's what it should be. That's what it should be called. Baby scary. Baby scary. Baby scary. Shh. The baby scary. <laughs> Eat baby. Baby scary. <laughs> uh, uh, here we go. But no, that's Lucy Punch. Uh, yeah. Simon Pegg is a bearded cannibal, mm-hmm. uh, which is interesting. 
Um, but uh, Kevin Wilson and Nicholas Wilson as the twins. Oh, okay, interesting. For what it's worth. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's almost like she's uh, werewolf woman, brunette with hatchet. She's not a brunette in the movie. No, that's not hatchet her. victim. That's a guy. No, bearded, bearded man. man that's a guy. Barely had a beard. Uh, Nick Frost eater. is baby eater. Marianne uh, featured- Beering. I bet that's her. Where'd she go? <laughs> there she is. Mayana My- Beering. Is that? Oh, I don't know. That doesn't look like her. Ooh, The Descent. Oh, Sam and, and the Descent. Tanya Doomsday. in Breaking Dawn. Breaking Dawn Part Two, the best one. <laughs> Interesting. I don't know if that was her. I'm not sure. Is it the best one? <laughs> think about it uh eclipse is certainly the best directed one true yeah yeah i remember walking out of that one being like oh that one had like a certain it had a look to it yeah yeah had a vibe for sure um yeah i don't know the first one has like so many iconic moments though yeah like like diamonds yeah (laughs) i don't i don't yeah so i don't know i don't know who this uh who this blonde lady is but i definitely recognize her um from stuff then we've got this guy with the match um Mm mm-hmm Who's uh who's coming? I I love the Simon Pegg bit because Simon Pegg is in the in in it for literally one second. He said that he was in makeup for four hours mm-hmm. and he was in front of the camera for ten minutes total. Uh, and it's just him jumping up and attacking her over and over again. Yeah. Uh, and that was it. That's the only thing he does in this entire that's great entire movie. And he's unrecognizable. Mm-hmm. We had no idea it was him until we watched the behind the scenes thing. Yeah, never until like an hour ago. Yeah, crazy. And then, yeah, we get the old man, the old professor getting chased by funny, like, oh, what I, what's really cool about this is you can see the fingers, the, the funny little haunted fingers crawling, opening the door. Yes. And then he's, they're chasing him. Yes. Like, kind of like a Sam Raimi, like, right. the camera coming towards him. And speaking of Sam Raimi, the uh, the white eyes, the dead-eyed eyes. The dead-eyed eyes. Yeah. Uh, very, yeah. Chasing the... He's He's got the dead-eyed eyes when he falls onto the ground. Is Don't, our favorite of all horror genres, the Spooka Blast? Scott? Oh, definitely. Great. This would definitely be a Spooka Blast. I hope that Last Night in Soho is a Spooka Blast. That'd be fun. Oh, so good. If it's like the baby driver of horror, if it's oh, like man. not subtle at all. Oh, man. That would be so good. Um, yeah. So then we start getting into Crazy Town. Yeah. And this. then like the gloves come off. The Hatchet Man Deadite kind of reveals the gloves coming off because then we right. get a guy getting about to get like scalded. Yeah, and we get uh, Mark Gatiss being attacked by zombie flappers. Being most bothered by the zombie flappers. The zombie flappers, I think, are the best part of the movie. Yeah, I love the zombie flappers. They're so stylized. They're doing the jazz hands as they're zombieing. Yes, so good. Uh, We get the milky draining eyes and like the milky whatever. Like that's from, that's definitely uh, a Sam Raimi thing. Yeah, milky texture white stuff isn't used enough in horror anymore. No, no, because it's, it it is creepy. It's Mm -hmm. super creepy. Um, in fact, just in general, the stuff that was like really used to be really hot, horrifying was just done to, for the fact that like they couldn't use blood for fear of like getting beyond, getting an X rating or something. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and so they would have to use like weird colored stuff because that's not blood. So yeah, can't do anything about Mm -hmm. that. You know, uh, MPAA. Yeah. Uh, and then when the MPAA got more lax on blood, as a thing, uh, they were like, okay, great. We can just use yeah. blood now. And now there's no creativity in uh, yeah. viscous fluid. As our national psyche grew darker, yeah, our horror became more 
not uh, streamlined. Yeah, like, more dream. yeah, more monotonous. Yeah. Honestly, I, I I I'm not a psychi a psychologist, but I, I I do think that the more alive and vibrant our like fake Hollywood nightmares are allowed to be, it's kind of weirdly healthier. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Then if we like keep it all bottled up, sure, because it implies that it's supposed to be normal, right? People are, whatever. But um, I'm excited for uh to see this kind of imagery, <laughs> hopefully in in uh last night yeah Soho. like the red the white stuff like like draining out of her palms yeah so milk. weird and then who is that that rips his eyes out is that mark gatiss or someone else oh man no that's someone else God, that kind of looks like mr darcy like oh five mr darcy really okay interesting wait that is matthew mcfadden oh really yeah because i saw i saw that name when i was on imdb and i'm like who's matthew mcfadden like, oh, oh the, the the parts of my brain okay mr darcy rips out his eyes yeah uh it's i pretty hate good. this most ardently <laughs> no. he rips out his own eyes it's real gross and then he jumps through a window it is a truth universally uh, presumably because he can't see that there's a window there yeah uh, because he ripped out his eyes um yeah, I, I, I just, I, I love this. I love the imagery of this. I am, and like the thing is, like it's supposed to be funny, right? And it is. It definitely is funny. But I, you're just like looking at the like just the style of this mm-hmm. is just so insane uh, and good. Is that a werewolf? Uh, is it like a hairy thing grabbing the lady? Yeah, it, or it might have been that 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 guy with the beard, um, uh, and he's just a very hairy guy. Yeah, I don't know. I can't tell. Who knows? Because it looks like it looked like it could have been that guy, and his head was just turned. Um, but uh, yeah, and we get a bunch of doors slamming. Yeah, it's really good. Don't. And then we get the revelation that uh, "Don't" is based on a terrifying bestseller, which is so seventies. It's just the most seventies thing. Um, I hope it ends with like a soft ballad in the end credits. Yeah, I I miss I miss really weird. Uh, adaptations like that where you're just like, yeah, this was, this was like, like if we found out that Mandy was based on an adaptation, it was like, is it like an adaptation of something? Yeah. And that author was like, what the hell did you do to my book? You know, you like what the something. fuck is this? Yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> um, just saw the cover. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, man. Yeah. That'd be great. I would, I would have ran out and, and got it. Yeah. If it was, yeah. I mean, it, it, it is, it, I don't know. I kind of, I kind of dug that period where it was like Gone Girl, the girl on the train. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, that book that we all read is going to be a movie. Yeah. Although it's funny, those all came out too late because Definitely. like Gone Girl was a big hit, and then it greenlit a bunch of stuff that came out three years later when no one cared anymore. Sure. Hollywood. Yeah. Welcome to Hollywood. But yeah. During that area of like the uh, era of like The Shining, The Exorcist. Yeah. Rosemary's Baby. Rosemary's Baby. Yeah, for sure. Um. I just, I just love this. I think it's, I think it's great. It also reminds me of, uh, speaking of, uh, Mark Gatiss, it reminds me of, uh, of, uh, that Doctor Who episode that, uh, I don't know if he wrote it or not. I think maybe he didn't. I think the guy that did Luther wrote it. Um, but the, the Ghost Hunters episode. Oh, yeah. The one set in the 70s. I'm the Doctor and I'm Afraid. Yeah. Yeah. That one. Yeah. Um, the Clara 11 era really bleeds together for me yeah sure i'd be down to watch some of that again well we'll do it eventually we on eventually the podcast will. that's the thing <laughs> yeah um <laughs> like prometheus yep uh it's uh anyway so this this is this is great and uh honestly i would absolutely watch this movie yeah 
Without a doubt, I would watch this movie. Mm-hmm. In a universe where like Machete made like a billion dollars. I remember, do you remember when uh, they were like, oh, we hope that this is a hit because if it is, then we're going to do a second Grindhouse film yeah. with, with Thanksgiving like, and Don't and Werewolf Women. Right. Yeah. 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 Like we're actually going to make those movies. Yeah. I think that was the plan. Yeah. Which, oh man, that would have been nuts. Mm-hmm. That would have been so nuts. Um, yeah. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's really fun. I would love to see this on a big screen again. Um, I bet this is a new Bev staple. Yeah, this trailer. Mm-hmm. I bet new Bev plays this a lot because I think I, I think they did. I think they did where Harvey Weinstein won't be getting money from this anymore, from anything, right? From like any future. Yeah, I think so. Okay, cool. I think so. Yeah. Um, Fuck that dude. Yep. Indeed. Uh, yeah. M and A or A and M. That's <laughs> Hangman. <laughs> I love that. God. And then he's hanging. He's yeah. hanging and he carved the... L- yeah. Oh, man. You know, I feel like Edgar Wright is always on the short list for Mission Impossible, Star Trek's action stuff. Yeah. But he, I think in his blood, he's a horror director. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't do it enough, honestly. Even Baby Driver very quickly in its third act, de- you know, descends into a thriller. Yeah. Like that car, the lighting yeah. is very like haunted and red. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, yeah, yeah, demonic parking garage, yeah, sequence is just nuts. It's really good. It reminds me of, um, of, um, the uh, that's Spielberg movie, um, duel, duel, yeah, mm-hmm. kind of duelish, duel in a parking garage, scary in the daytime, right? Duel, yeah, true, just like Jaws. Is it, but, and duel, I think, it was based on a Richard Matheson short story. I think that's right. Taking it back, Jaws yeah. technically was one of the, uh, based on a book, yes. I mean, the book, technically, but, you know, it's not remembered as, like, a horror movie based on a book because it's Jaws, but right. that's technically what it is. Right. True. It's a monster movie based on a joke, mm-hmm. or based on a joke, based, based, on, a on, book, based yeah. on a book. Um, You're a monster movie based on a joke. <laughs> sounds like a, sounds like a, a routine by uh, that comedian, uh, uh, Spider-Pig, Spider-Ham. What's his name? John Mulaney. John Mulaney. Sounds like a John Mulaney bit. Coming up a lot on the show recently. Yeah, I guess that's true. Uh, yeah, I mean, I just, I think this is great. I really do. Um, I yeah. honestly wish it was longer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd like to see more like wacky stuff. Yeah. I'm curious how much this cost. True. Yeah. So the movie in, yeah, Grindhouse in general, I think that was another thing was that it was expensive. Yeah. Weirdly expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I, I think that this, this Look has this. to be. So like kind of like it has to be pretty expensive be- just because of the coverage that they have to get. Like they they built distinct sets mm-hmm. sometimes for just like one shot. Um, and uh, it's it's got to be pretty expensive, you know? Yeah. And then you look at like the, you know, Thanksgiving had its own budget. Mm-hmm. Werewolf Women of the SS. I mean, that's the one I rewatched the least, but I, I, I think it had like sets. Nicolas Cage couldn't have been cheap as Fu Manchu. Yeah, true. True. Very true. Gosh. Um, what a different world. Yeah. This will never happen again. Yeah. It should never happen again. <laughs> did. It's uh, interesting. Very interesting. Lords uh, of Salem. Great movie. Yeah, you think so? I think so. Okay. I haven't seen it. So I, I, I have no oh, sure. Why would you? Yeah, it's true. I don't like Rob Zombie. Um yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's it's so different. It's definitely interesting. Yeah, uh, the the whole concept behind Grindhouse was very interesting. I don't know. 
Um, It'd be like if when if like when someone born in 1991 turns 40, they try and like recreate tsunami. <laughs> right? Yeah. Remember tsunami. Remember lying on your floor in the living room doing your math homework and watching Dragon Ball Z Outlaw Star. Oh man. Theatrical release. <laughs> yeah, it's what the fuck is this? <laughs> All right. Well, I Moltar think Moltar would talk to you. <laughs> I think that about wraps us up here. Uh, guys, uh, check out uh, our Facebook group, the Cornetto Minute Listener Society. You know the deal. Yeah. All that good stuff. Uh, and uh, that's, uh, that's we'll, we'll leave you here. Uh, but for now, if you are thinking of tuning in tomorrow, don't. I'm make a supersonic man out of you. Don't. Stop. Such a good time, I'm having a ball. Don't stop me now. If you wanna have a good time, just give me a call. Don't stop me now. I'm having a good time. Don't stop me now. A good time. I don't wanna stop at all. Don't. Don't. Rated R.